back to another edition of the Ways of Working podcast. I am your host, Adam Thackeray, and today we are joined by Wasega Beach Yoga. So at Wasega Beach Yoga, we have Leslie Consolo and Jennifer Tyndale. So Leslie's been involved with yoga for over 20 years, and she has been teaching for the last 11. She has embraced yoga as a way of life and feels so fortunate to be able to share her love and passion with those around her. Her desire, mixed with the sheer joy that yoga has brought, has led her on a path of personal growth and wellness. Yoga has made Leslie better in mind, body, and heart. The nature of the nature and unity of yoga ultimately is what inspires Leslie to teach and share it. Leslie is one of the co-owners of the Wasaga Beach Yoga. Next, we have Jennifer. So Jennifer's very first class, she knew that one day she would teach yoga. Yoga helps her focus, helps her relax, and keeps her body and mind flexible. It grounds her, strengthens her, and gives her the focus and tools to remind her to live mindfully every day. Her goal in teaching is to share her passion and love of yoga with students so that they can have the opportunity to discover and reap the benefits of yoga in their own lives. Jennifer is the second half and co-owner of Wasega Beach Yoga. We have a very exciting conversation around yoga today, how it applies to business at the very end, as well as just their journey throughout and how the South Jordan Bay uh, Enterprise Center has been a tremendous partner in all of this for how they're doing their work. So without further ado, I would like to welcome Leslie and Jennifer. So welcome to the Ways of Working podcast. I'm joined today by Wasega Beach Yoga. So I have Jen and Leslie here. Welcome, uh, ladies, both to the show. Thank you. Great to be here. So so the both of you, you know, ha- have this yoga studio, you know, in Wasega, but I always like to talk to guests a little bit before to get a bit of the story behind things and, you know, how you came to be or, you know, you know what really spun your your passion or drive to, to start up a yoga studio. Because obviously there's some tremendous benefits that come from it. It's it's a great entrepreneurial activity and you've had some great success with it. So, uh, Jen, maybe right. starting with you, uh, we can, you know, go over, you know, what that's looked like for you. Okay. So, um Leslie and I moved here about the same time, uh, what less about seven years ago. And, um, both of us, we didn't know each other and both of us had the intention to open up a yoga studio and, uh, because we just love to teach yoga and, but commercial rents up here were surprisingly expensive. So it was very intimidating to think about committing to a five-year lease right away as a brand new entrepreneur. So both Leslie and I were renting space um, by the hour in different places. And we ended up at the same dance studio renting space when there wasn't classes on. And I love Leslie's version of this. Um, (laughs) So we're both teaching there and uh, she noticed that there was another woman, me teaching yoga and Les, do you want to take it from here or do you want me to continue? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Um, so when I noticed that uh, there was another instructor teaching yoga in the same space, um, I felt kind of weird about it because I didn't want her to see my posters and be like, Oh, who's this person? (laughs) But, and I didn't want anyone to feel like we were competing against each other. So uh, I talked to a good friend of mine who owns a yoga studio in another town, and she kept telling me to call Jen, call her, call her. And I kept saying, well, that's weird. Why would I do that? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I would call her. So 
she kept telling me every time I talked to her, have you called Jen yet? Have you called that lady yet? So finally I did because I just felt like there's a bunch of different things telling me that I should. So I called her and just said, you know, I have no intention of competing with you. We live in a small town and it's just not what would work here. So if there's maybe a way we could work together. So we met, had went to a yoga class, had tea, and three months later we opened a studio together. So it just kind of all fell into place and it's been a great adventure with her for sure. Yeah, that's amazing. And very fitting that you did a a yoga class and had tea to kickstart your your new venture. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. And and so you've you've had some help along the way as well. Obviously, you know, you've uh, you know, you've built a a very successful uh, yoga studio over the, you know, the last number of years. Um, But you ran into the Small Biz Enterprise Center. and, And, you know, that's been noted. You've you've said in the past how how great and wonderful it's been and, and just that relationship that's unfolded there. Obviously you have a very collaborative approach to working because the two of you reached out to each other and engaged in, you know, starting this business, which is a, a huge step and, you know, congrats to you for doing that. Um, but how did you come in, in contact with the, the small business enterprise center? What, what, what drove you to there? How did you find out about it and how did it kind of kick off that relationship? Okay. Um, I can take this one. Um, my brother is also an entrepreneur. He owns um, Northcom Audiovisual, and he um, directed me towards the Small Business Enterprise Center. And uh, I met with Jillian fairly when I first got up here and just for some direction. I mean, I was, I didn't know how to operate a business. Mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to. Um, I, I feel like I've wanted to be an entrepreneur my whole life, but um, it just wasn't the right time. And um, the one thing I remember Jillian telling me that really stuck was about how important collaboration is, especially when we were talking about how high the commercial rents are here. Right. And um, so she was suggesting, you know, get in with a massage therapist or, you know, some other healthcare practitioner to help you share the space. And uh, as it turns out, we, we do in, in the, our new studio, we do have a space for um, a massage therapist and, uh, you know, and that helps with the rent. And it's also a really good fit for yoga. Um, so Jillian really helped me at the beginning. So when Leslie and I were talking about merging as business partners, we turned to Jillian again, just to help navigate, um, so that we'd start the partnership off on nobody resenting each other, Right. you know, that, uh, you know, giving up something or giving something, uh, wasn't going to feel like the partnership was starting off unbalanced. Yeah. And, and how did that and, uh, expectation fit? Like, cause expectation setting is a big deal, right? Cause uh, that brings a lot of clarity for communication and so much more. And uh, like, sorry to interject quickly, but it, you know, just how, how did that help, you know, mature or, or, you know, evolve your business in that respect with that little bit of advice there? Well, and this has been kind of an ongoing theme with our dealings with SBAC um, in that Jillian pointed us towards the business facts and mm. the statistics rather than uh, we're in a very uh, touchy feely, get in touch with your emotions, your body kind of business. Right. And, uh, you know, and, and that's very different from the way you actually run a business. You have to run a business based on statistics and mm-hmm. facts and, you know, not hoping that something is going to work, but maybe having a little bit of research done so that you know off the bat if it's got a chance or not. Mm-hmm. So it's a different, it's a very different way of thinking. Um, we, we have definitely two different hats 
yoga teacher and business owner. Very different ways of thinking. And how do you balance that? Do you, do you find it's a, you know, a back and forth, you know, contact switching exercise in your brain to, to you know, be because you are obviously very in touch with, you know, your emotional and, and physiological side of things. But then how do you balance that with being a data driven business? Because um, that is important, especially with, you know, the digital age and, and, and data is important because that does tell you so much about not only your business, but but many other things surrounding it. Well, I have something funny to say about that. Leslie and I would say, what would Don do? <laughs> so Don was our mentor okay. when we got into the Startup Plus program. And uh, again, he helped us. Um, and it, they were tough questions. Um, we were thinking from, oh, this is what we want to have happen. So this is what we're going to do. And he would say, let's back up. What are the facts? What are the stats? What, what kind of research have you done? And kind of bring us back, not to reality, because I, I, I don't think having hopes and dreams and, and plans um, are, is a bad thing. I mean, that's, that's why most people become entrepreneurs, because totally. they have hopes and dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, but bringing us back to the facts. And what's Dawn's background? Like, how did you get, like, we'll come back to what is the startup program. Cause I'm curious about that, but you know what, in, in terms of Dawn's background, cause it'll be interesting to see how, <clears throat> how was that matchmaking uh, orchestrated so that Dawn was best placed with you given, you know, your needs of, of your business. Does he have a similar background? Is he totally in another stratosphere? Maybe you can provide some insights there. He was in kind of a creative background before, very successful business owner. Okay. Um, before he joined um, SBAC. Yeah. So his, um, what, what do I want to say? His knowledge mm-hmm. was invaluable. Great. And, and that that's the, the big piece is, is knowing and seeing that value, right? You, you've been able to feel that, use it and apply it. And it sounds like it rings true almost unconsciously now because of the, some of the, the memories that you have from it. Practice makes perfect <laughs> <So> <laughs> or almost perfect. <laughs> so it does. As, so what is this startup program? This is obviously something offered by the Enterprise Center. Um, what is it and, and how, do you, how did you get started? Is there like an application process? Do you, you know, do a pitch presentation? Is it all the above? Les, do you want to take this one? I'll try. My internet keeps telling me it's unstable. Okay. I I don't know how well this is going to go. So maybe you should take it, Jen. Okay. Sounds good. So we, I I don't even remember how we heard about the startup program, probably via an email or just through our contact with, with SBAC. And um, so we went through the startup plus program a couple years ago and it was designed to um, take business owners through a, business course, essentially, in writing a business plan. And uh, yes, there was a presentation involved. And we ended up getting a grant that allowed us to install hot yoga panels in our when we upgraded to a, a bigger location. Now, as for the application process, it mustn't have been very arduous because I was thinking about it this morning. And I don't even remember what the application process was. So it must have been relatively easy. Once you get into the program, though, it's a lot of work, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, but it's so practical. The kind of information that you get, again, it's, it's looking at the, what you want to do, and, but getting the facts and presenting the facts as if 
as if you know what you're doing. Right. <laughs> well, no, nobody really knows what they're doing. They're just trying to figure it out as best they can, like, you know, like the rest of the universe. <laughs> so we did, um, again, we met with Dawn um, many times throughout us putting together the business plan. And we, you know, we think we'd have it all together and then he would be able to pick it apart for us and see the problems with that. Again, it was, it was our, our way of thinking versus thinking like a business person. And that kind of training is invaluable. Yeah, um, that, that sounds like a resonating theme, uh, you know, is, uh, you know, but can you go into that a bit more, you know, in terms of some of those, you know, pragmatic pieces that, um, you know, either Dawn or the training, uh, or other yeah. mentorship okay. provided. Cause I think that'd be really interesting. Cause that gives the pragmatic tactical things that people would get out of it. And I, th- I think that'd be very interesting. So not only did we get to meet with, oh, I, I guess Dawn was our own personal tutor or mentor, yeah. um, many times throughout the, the, um, six month program, like just one on two, like with Leslie and me, mm-hmm. um, there were seminars to go to oh, okay. regularly. And these were, oh my gosh, um, one was on marketing and very specific though, uh, social media marketing and then general marketing. Uh, one was on Canada revenue. Um, oh my gosh, I'm trying to think about other uh, sales, another way of sales. And one thing that I learned from one of these seminars was and I'm going to get this wrong, but it's called the Pareto principle. Mm-hmm. And I've never considered myself a salesperson. Um, yeah. It's very uncomfortable for me, but with my own business, with Wasaga Beach Yoga, it's effortless. I mean, I believe absolutely in what we're doing and how we, how we do it. And so it, it's not that hard or it's not hard at all. But the Pareto principle is something like if you, t- it's a 20% rule. So if you talk to a hundred people, maybe 20 people might be interested in what you have to say. Yeah. And then out of that 20 people, maybe 20% or four people might actually come to the studio. And then maybe 20% of them, one person or two people, my math is out 0.8 people. Whatever. Yes. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll round up. It's all right might end up being a a long-term student. So going into networking events where I was talking about, or just being out in public and talking about Wasaga Beach Yoga, if people weren't interested in what I had to say, I didn't take it as a rejection. Like it didn't, it didn't um, kind of cut me to the core that people weren't interested in our business. It was just like, okay, you know, move on. You get to know, uh, know quickly, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to push it on anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that I passionately believe in and love and, and feel that it, it does me a world of good. And I want to share that. I think that's a very smart piece and it goes a, a long way, right? Because sometimes people get hung up on, well, they don't like me, they don't like my business. And, and that brings about a lot of negativity and, and, and it's, it's a, it's a big mountain to climb when you're building a business, right? So the fact that um, you can get over that quickly is great for the both of you. So I think that's amazing an amazing lesson that you, you not only learn, but that you're practicing as well. Absolutely. I think too, the program, it definitely, it sets you up for success. So the whole process is not to make you feel like you can't do it. They, every step of the way is encouragement. So they will challenge you on things, mm-hmm. but at the same time, they're right there to support you through that challenge and get you to the next step, which is one of the best parts of the program. And it's something that 
Jen and I continuously go back to them. So because of they'll question what we're doing, but be there a hundred percent to support us in, in the end as well. Well, that's very cool. So there, there is a, a support mechanism even afterwards, right? Because that's sometimes with these programs, they have it like there's a, an intense period of time, whatever that you know number is. And then after that, things tend to to drop off like, you know, Georgian Bay, you know, cliffs. And, <laughs> and so uh, um, but it sounds like this program's a little different where you can still go back and, and, and seek that support. And it's there and they're willing and, and, and 100 percent engaged. I really feel that the people at SBEC have our backs as, as small business owners. I mean, over the last year, I have picked up the phone and called Tim Newton countless times, um, sometimes just needing a sounding board, sometimes yep. needing a referral to somebody for more um, advice. Um, just, and, and he's all, he's so accommodating and never comes back empty handed. Like there's always, Oh, here, you should maybe talk to this person or here's, you know, a couple of phone numbers for you or that kind of thing. So we, Leslie and I have never felt alone in this business because of SBEC. And it's not just us reaching out to them. If they have a program or something that they feel is a fit for us, they send us an email right away. You guys should check out this program. You should look at this, especially in the last year, right? So they've helped us and and shown us a lot of different things that we may not have known were there. And do, so the, the, it sounds like they have a, a you know a fairly solid community and network effect there. And um, can you talk a bit more about that network piece? Because obviously, getting the right connections to the right people at the right time is very important as well you know, not only in sales, but in, in growing a business. Can, can you talk a little bit about how um, those relationships might have evolved or, or that network effect and its benefit when you were working with SBEC? Oh, I'm just trying to think. That's a tough question, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Mm, you stumped me. <laughs> I think that the biggest thing in terms of connections in, in that sense is they helped us right from helping us with a general contractor to do our renovation. Oh, yes. Right to, you know, if we needed a lawyer, they had one. If we needed something, they we could just call them. So anything that we were dealing with, it was very, it's very easy to just say, hey, has one of these people gone through your program or do you know somebody? And they feel like the general contractor for us was, doing the renovation to the new studio was not an easy process for Jen and I. It was, it was torturous actually. And we really didn't know, neither one of us have ever done renovations, never mind a huge build. Um, So we were very lost at times and going in and talking to Don, it was always like, okay, take a breath. Let's see where we can help you. And they always seem to have somebody to help. So it's little things like from that to big things like a contractor, right? And so, so it sounds like you did an expansion of the business then. Obviously, you're in one locale. You've expanded to another. How, how did that expansion unfold? You know, you mentioned there's contractors and working with Aspec, but can you tell a bit, a bit more about that story? Because obviously, it can be a, a little daunting if you're moving spaces while expanding. Like there's, there's associated risk that comes with that too, right? Sure. But yeah. yeah, I think for Jen and I, sorry... <laughs> no, you it was, we, we started in a really small space with every intention, yeah 400 square feet with every intention of being there for at least five years was yeah. our thought and at about the two-year mark we realized that our community was growing and growing fast and we really needed to improve the 
space that we were inviting people into. So we started looking for space and came across the one that we're in now, but it was a huge empty space (laughs) that we really had to build from scratch. So it was the whole process from getting an architect to help us design it right to moving in and, and building it and everything. And once I think almost right away, we connected with Espec uh, and they kind of led us through. We we dealt with a, a lot of stuff at first, very frustrated. But then once we realized that they were there to help us, they led us in the next direction. So, but that's, yeah, it started from something really small and we just, our community grew so quickly that it was time to, to expand. And it, it's been a, it was a hard process, but the end result was so worth it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have a beautiful studio now that's triple the size we started in. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. And, and what sort of, like, I heard hot yoga, and I want to ask about hot yoga panels because my engineering brain is getting curious about that now. But, um, uh, you know, what, what sort of services are you offering? Obviously hot yoga, but what else has happened, you know, with expansion of services in, the, in that space? So, well, the hot yoga is the big thing, really. Um, we wanted to be the first Mm-hmm. And hopefully only, maybe only studio in Wasaga Beach to have hot yoga. Yeah. And we wanted to do it properly. So the hot yoga panels, are, they're Canadian made. Um, they are radiant heat panels that are installed in the ceiling. It's infrared heat. Oh, and so it heats, it heats the objects in the room. Um, you, you don't want any blowing air. No. In a hot yoga uh, room, because you want the sweat to build up on the body and cleanse. So the idea is that it, it's cleansing, mm-hmm. um, but it also adds a huge element of challenge to the class. I, I do like hot yoga. In, in Collingwood, I don't actually, I think there's maybe one place that has it, because I've, I've been to a couple where they're like, we don't have that. And they're like, I've never even tried it. I'm like, wow, you're missing out big time. Like. Because <laughs> it is, I, I love going to that as a, as a stretching relaxation mechanism because I do a bunch of other stuff and I find hot yoga with the stretching is very advantageous for me for, for stretching everything out. Yeah, it warms the muscles um, ahead of time, almost mm. before you stretch them. Um, other things that we're offering, uh, like this summer, we're going to be offering several yoga on the beach classes because oh, nice. of the, the rules. We can't get back in the studio yet. Right. Um, probably not till August. So we're doing uh, yoga on the beach. Uh, Leslie's going to be teaching uh, stand-up paddleboard yoga, which is always really popular. So we're able to offer two of those classes per week. Um, and then we, we had to pivot to an online platform fairly quickly when, when COVID hit. So we'll continue with zoom classes. Once we're back in the studio though, we, we offer, um, uh, vinyasa style classes, which are a flowing, usually more physically challenging and breath challenging type class with longer holds. So it's, it's a real strengthening, a real challenging kind of class. We offer Hatha yoga, which is um, a more gentle style of yoga. Uh, Lots of stretching and strengthening there, though. It it doesn't necessarily mean it's super gentle. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we can, you know, one thing about our studio is we really adjust the class as to who's in it um, and offer modifications up or down for, for, um, the varying degrees of um, levels in, in the students. We also were offering uh, restorative yoga, which uses lots of bolsters, and blocks, and blankets. And it's the kind of yoga that uh, 
it, it's stillness. You're sitting in a supported pose yeah. for five to 20 minutes wow. to really allow the body to slow down, the mind to slow down and to heal. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Yin, we, we've been offering some yin yang yoga, which is part vinyasa and part yin yoga is different than restorative. Um, they both require stillness, but yin is much more challenging. You only hold the poses for about three minutes, right? but the poses are not comfortable. So it really helps to develop your awareness of discomfort, but also develop some equanimity while you're in discomfort, which can really translate well off the mat into everyday life. Uh, Les, I'm drawing a bit of a blank here. Any other types of yoga that we're offering? Um, that's, well, we offer like different types of yoga classes from restorative to a harder hot or a vinyasa class. Um, we did have some other types of classes. We had bar and we have yoga with weights and things like that as well. Oh yeah, yoga with weights. <laughs> So and some of those um, have kind of changed over the last year, but once we're back in the studio, hopefully we'll be able to bring, um, we had a class called TYP, which we'd love to be able to bring back and things like that. So that was Tai Chi, Pilates and yoga. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. So lots of good classes for that kind of stuff. But really like right now, the exciting thing is to be able to take it to the beach um, and to the water, which will be a lot of fun. And luckily we have, um, Aaron from Blue Wave, who offers us a platform at the beach. Oh, nice. So it's a private space um, that is always available to us, which is awesome. And he helps us out with boards um, for the sup yoga as well. So another great connection, just yeah. the community speaking, helping us out for sure. Speaking of collaboration, uh, we've done tons of really fun collaborative efforts with other people organizations up here um we've done well yoga and a hike which is is really fun we annually um do yoga and cross-country skiing so you get a a cross-country skiing lesson and then you get to ski for an hour or so and then come back to the yoga studio for some vegan hot chocolate and uh, a yoga class to stretch out the sore muscles so that's all that's such a fun event we've also done um yoga and beer tasting that was a fun a series of fundraisers actually for uh, my friend's house and that that was really fun i can imagine <laughs> uh, we've done yoga and wine tasting we've done dog yoga as a fundraiser there was a local event here mm. um where dogs would go through an obstacle course and then afterwards there was uh, like a do yoga with your dog uh class and i think we had like 80 people are wow. out for that with their dogs which was really fun um so lots of different partnerships we've also um, been very fortunate to partner with the town of Lafaga Beach so they've had us uh, do things at the senior center the youth center participate in our winter event called snowman mania be part of the July 1st celebrations we were part of um, a very small part of the parachuting championships last or two summers ago now where we got to do a yoga class on a parachute that they put on the floor uh, the ground for us so we've just we've we've been able to do so many fun different things uh, and the kind of collaborate with the lifestyle up here as well yeah. as collaborate with other businesses 
that that is neat to hear the the, the collaboration and, and the mix of things, especially the outdoors, right? Like everyone is just looking to get outdoors now. So I think the, you know, some of those pieces there are gonna are gonna be quite significant, not only just in the near future, but I think for years to come, there's gonna be a, a desire for much more experiential activities outside. So I think that's great that you've already laid the groundwork for those for those activities, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, right. We've also done retreats, which have been very uh, successful as well. Uh, we have access to a cottage um, just north of Perry Sound, and it's um, her boathouse is a yoga studio. So nice. we found We're a right lot over. of ten times. Yeah, it's yeah. really nice to go there. We go for a weekend, and we cook all the food, and we do. So that's been another bonus that we've had, and we're always looking for new other opportunities for retreats. So that'll be exciting as well. And things, yeah. Those, those retreats are great. I, I have a friend who has a, a yoga studio in Australia, and they actually do like full boats. So they they rent like a pirate ship type boat, and they will travel uh-huh. to like the Indonesian islands and stuff. Or um, and so that you know, because Georgian Bay is so big, maybe that might be a, a next thing is to to have a boat and go to all the islands around Georgian Bay for a. Oh my a, God! Hey, that's a great idea. Yeah, that would be so cool. Any, anybody retreats. with a boat, reach out to us. Yeah, <laughs> it, it to especially a, a pirate ship. That exactly. would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I want a pirate ship. <laughs> I want to see you on the top mast, just are moving it forward. <laughs> So one of the things I always ask guests is, is about books. So uh, because both of you are on, I'll take one book from, from each of you. So Leslie, let's start with you. Do you, do you have a book you, you would recommend, um, to the audience for today? So I, unfortunately with, uh, young children don't have time to read books <laughs> I can appreciate as much that. as I would love to. So I am a podcast kind of gal. So, uh, I enjoy all kinds of podcasts, nothing in particular that I can think of, but I do a lot of, um, podcasts with Ian Finn, <laughs> who's one of my favorite yogis. Nice. Um, so there you go. Yeah. Podcast lover here. Very cool. Thank you. <laughs> Jen, what about you? Are you also au- au- an audible individual or, uh, do I, you- I do love podcasts, but I'm a reader. I love just the physical holding a physical book. So my top pick, um, would be the Yamas and the Niyamas by Deborah Adele. The Yamas and the Niyamas are the 10 ethical principles in yoga. Okay. And, yep. but I find that they're really applicable to business as well. One in, uh, for an example, a paragraha is the Sanskrit word for the principle of not grasping, not holding on to something when, mm. when it's past its time. Yeah. And which has been such a lesson, you know, from co- over COVID. I mean, we were an absolutely thriving yoga studio as of March 14th of 2020. And as of March 15th of 2020, when we closed our doors, that just isn't there anymore. And, uh, you know, we're doing what we can to keep the doors open. So when things are back to normal, we uh, will once again be thriving. Um, But trying to hold on to the way things were can cause a lot of unhappiness and a lot of stress. Yep. Everything is temporary. Yes. Yeah. That's right. That's very cool. All right. I'll have to check that one out. Um, also, uh, where can people best find you, uh, on the internet? Obviously you mentioned some zoom classes. So where, where's the best place for people to, to check you out and get all the latest and greatest? Well, you can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and our website is wasagabeachyoga.ca. Okay. Very, well, what's your, uh, Insta handle? 
Wasaga Beach Yoga. At Wasaga Beach Yoga. Perfect. Nice and simple. All right. That's it for today. Jen and Leslie, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate you uh, coming on Ways of Working Podcast and hope you enjoy the rest of the week and hopefully the weather warms up soon again for us. (laughs) Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you. All right. That's a wrap, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate you tuning in and listening to the Ways of Working podcast. If you'd like more on Ways of Working or have any questions, you can go to www.thack.ca forward slash links. So that's thack.ca forward slash links, where you can access all episodes, uh, previous episodes of the podcast. You can access interesting articles and insights around ways of working. And if you want to get in touch with myself, you can also, uh, you know, for discovery sessions or, or more information around ways of working, you know, I'd love to hear from you. Please feel free to reach out to me there as well. All right. So thank you very much and hope you enjoy the rest of your day.